I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about show your ex you've changed. So this is a big topic that comes up for literally everybody out there, Margaret. Yes, it does. You know, most of the times our ex has left the relationship because they were unhappy with probably a lot of things that you've done in the relationship. Sometimes not. Sometimes they just couldn't be with you for whatever reason. For whatever reason. Sometimes it's because um, they haven't really separated from their family of origin. That's one big uh, reason. Um, so there could haven't be... Haven't recovered from their divorce. Yeah. And not ready. Re like truly not ready to be in something else. Maybe if they had just got into the relationship with you. So we oftentimes spend a great deal of our time looking at what we did wrong and desperately wanting to contact our ex to show them all the changes we've made. Right. And people say that all the time. I'm working very hard. I go to the gym. I got a therapist. I'm doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But I can't even tell them because I'm in no contact. No, they can't. And one of the things that they want to do is they get very eager to tell that person they've changed. And I really believe that's a mistake. I do too. Okay. You, you want to show your ex with your actions that you've changed, okay? You sit there and you tell them that you've changed and you're different, they're gonna get angry at you and they're not gonna believe you. That's exactly right. I mean, I had somebody recently tell me, oh, I wanna, I told my ex I changed and they'd been broken up for less than a month. Well, you might be more receptive to changing and now you're aware that the problem was severe enough that they've yeah. left but that doesn't mean you've changed. No, and none of us can change in a month. No, absolutely not. Um, we can make progress. Yep. But, and again, this is one of the things that's very frustrating. You may hear a video and it, you like it and you're like, this is great. And then three days later, a week later, you've forgotten the information. Or when something happens in real time, you're not prepared. Right. And that's where you have to get to. That's the level of change you have to get to is when you're stressed out, when you're anxious, being able to show this new version of yourself that you can hear what they have to say and you understand that they have different perspectives and points of views on things. And that's a real struggle. And here is the, is the operative word here. It's not even so much we, as of what we say as what we listen to, mm -hmm. okay? Because oftentimes our anxiety causes us to have an obsession with our own agenda. And then when you do that, your partner, your ex, whoever is going to see it and you're not really going to hear what they have to say. Right. So Margaret's going to explain this. 
And this is really important. We have talked about this one at least once or twice before, but I'm going back to it because it's one of the most important issues in any relationship. Okay? And it's showing your partner that you listened to what they said, that you understood what they said, and you can see how they would feel about it the way they're telling you they feel about it. That's right. And you want the person on the other end to say, well, I wondered if I was crazy. I feel so much better now that you can see where I was coming from. Absolutely. That's the response you want. Mm -hmm. And that does not involve talking very much. It involves listening. Yes. Okay. So the deeper component has more to do with how you interact rather than what you do together. It's called validation. Consistent, thoughtful validation of your partner's thoughts and feelings is the best thing you can do for your relationship. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely true. Uh, think back to a time when you remember feeling really understood. Mm -hmm. Who was it? Was it your partner? Was it someone else? Was it a parent? Was it a teacher? But it's a wonderful feeling to feel like somebody really understood what you said. Yeah. Okay? Um, perhaps it was a caring teacher you had in the second grade who knew what to say to you when you'd get upset. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was your friend who dropped everything to listen to your good news and was happy to rejoice with you. Um, validation in your relationship is the same idea. It means that when your partner tells you about their day or shares their feelings, you stay with them in that moment. Don't go somewhere else. Don't yeah. let your mind wander. Mm -hmm. Stay with them in that moment, mm -hmm. honoring their experience. And that really is a definition of emotional intimacy. And it's not easy to do no, when you're stressed out or no, you're tired or you're focusing on whatever's going on within you. Yeah. You join their world and see things from their point of view. Mm -hmm. And I remember this week I asked one particular person I was talking with if he could see things from his partner's point of view, and he had absolutely no concept. He must right? have been incredibly anxious. He was incredibly anxious, but he had no concept. I said, you know, think about putting yourself in her position. And, and you know, finally he said, oh, okay, I'll try, but he had no concept. Yeah. So. You know, you want to join the other person's experience and see how they see it from their eyes. A lot of times people get caught up in problem solving. Yeah. And I think yeah. probably the men do this more than the women. Women do it too, though. You had a rough day at work. Well, I know what you should have said to your boss. You should have said blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Now, don't you feel better? And we can mm -hmm. go on to my topic. <laughs> yeah. Or what would it be even worse? Well, if you think you had a bad day at work, you should listen to my day at work. Oh, yeah. No, no. We never want to have a contest about who had the worst day. <laughs> yeah, that's when you say, who goes first? Mm -hmm. Whose turn is it first? Yeah. Um, it's a way of showing that you understand and accept their thoughts and feelings just as they are. Yeah. Okay? Research has shown that having these types of interactions with your partner helps your partner feel less upset and less vulnerable. Whereas invalidating behaviors do the opposite. They make your partner feel criticized, dismissed, or contempt from you. Yeah. Okay? Relationships are the most successful when both partners share their inner world with one another, their real thoughts, real feelings, and real desires, and when their partner in turn is able to really hear them. When you share 
a validating style of interacting together. You build trust and intimacy. These are the bonds that make relationships last. Okay? Yes. So, and I think Craig is right. We, we did that exercise the other day. You know, you get 15 minutes to talk about your day and complain and do whatever you do. And your partner just listens, um, comments periodically, validates your feelings, but does not get into problem solving, which is not what the person wants. I want to vent. I want to tell you about the day. And if you can solve the problem later, that's fine. But for right now, just let me vent. I know it's a mistake I've made. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It but this is how you show your ex you've changed. That's right. This is a major way to do it. Yes. When you can shift the way you act and interact with your partner, ex, whoever, and show them, I understand you. What you're saying makes sense to me. Yep. I get it. Right. Instead of saying, well, you could have done this or you should have done that. and. That's the stuff that makes them like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Right. I don't want to talk about this because whenever I try and talk to you about it, you know, you just shut me down or give me an answer and, you know, it just... And you try to oversimplify it for me to make me feel better, but that's not going to do it. It causes a disconnect. You need to let me whine for a while. So, if you can learn to show your partner when they come home or even, you know... If they say, you know, I don't want to go to another movie. We've been to four movies this month. I'd rather go bowling. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're right. We have gone to a lot of movies this month. And maybe doing something different would be more fun this time. Right. I'd like to see that movie. Maybe I'll go see that movie with a friend and we can do bowling or whatever you want to do. Yep. You see the difference? That works. That works. Yeah. When, you, when you're saying that their experience is true and you understand it. Mm -hmm. And this is not an easy skill to learn. It really isn't. But once you master it, it comes easy. But you have to have some capacity to put yourself in the other person's position. And I'm often surprised that that's an odd concept to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Can you put yourself in the other person's position? How would you see it? if you sat where they sit. Yeah. Okay? And it can be a very useful exercise and it's worth practicing. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it. I thought of a silly example when you said sit where that person sits. Let's use that example so maybe you can understand the concept a little better. Okay. Let's say you are sitting watching a movie and you go to watch a movie with somebody and they're sitting right next to you. But in front of them is Big Bird. Right? Big Bird. And himself? Big Bird himself, himself and then his giant bird body and head yeah. is blocking Margaret's whole view. And sitting there telling me how frustrating it is, you know, sitting there because now Craig, she can't see the movie. I can't see around Big Bird. Well, why don't you climb on his head? Why don't you do this? Well, instead of doing all the solutions, you're like, you know what? If I was sitting behind him, I'd be aggravated too. There you go. It's a wonderful, silly example because I can now picture Big Bird right here. Right? <laughs> but you see uh, how when you really literally put yourself in the other person's position, yeah. you oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I would be irritated if somebody was really tall was blocking my view. Now, you know, in the military, people are taught to put themselves in their opponent's position as mm -hmm. a military tactic. Okay, I need to know what General Craig is thinking mm -hmm. and how he's going to attack my ships. Okay. Well, yeah, right. Sure, of course. So you, you, it's useful to put yourself in your opponent's position.
to figure out what he's going to do next, if nothing else. I always do that in my Skype calls. Yes. <laughs> if you've Absolutely. had me in a Skype, yeah. you, you, you guys yeah. can vouch in the, in the uh, comment section yeah. that one of the dudes, I'm always trying to assess, all right, what would the ex be thinking or feeling yeah. or doing in the situation? Yeah. If you were in that How would I handle what it? What would you think? Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Oh, yeah. It's big. Um, so it's worth practicing. Yeah. yeah. And this is a real skill that it takes practice. I mean, this is, I have this in a bunch of the different workbooks as exercises. I know off the top of my head it's in uh, number five and number, volume number nine, volume number ten, um, off, just off the top of my head, where it's a bunch of different examples of practicing this skill yeah. because you want to master this yes, you to do. show your ex you, you are different. You want to be able to do this. See, what happens is when you're in front of your ex or somebody new and you're anxious and you go back to your old way of communicating, but you've got to be able to, in real time, be able to say, look, here, here's, I'm, I get you. I understand. And validate their experience. Yeah. I get you. No, if I was in that I situation, yeah, I hear you. I'd feel like that too. I got it. Yep. And those are magic words for the people who hear, hear them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You connect with somebody when you feel like they really get you, yeah. right? Because right. it's like now we're on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. You get me, and now I feel safer to open up That's and right. to tell you more. Exactly. Right. That's right. Because I, when I told you how I was experiencing something, you're like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I would feel that way. I get that. Yep, I get that. So, this is a major, major factor for you. In all your relationships, it will work with your friends, your family, your co-workers, your romantic partners, your, your children. Mo your mother. Yeah. With your children, you know, if you've grounded your child and you get to give them a consequence mm -hmm. and they're upset, I hate you, I mean, you did this to me, you know what? If I had to get a punishment, I'd be angry at me too. Yeah, that works. That's great. And, you know, if you're reading to a child and you're talking about stories, you can invite the child to put themselves in others' positions. Mm. If you were Peppa Pig and this happened, how would you feel? Mm. You know? SpongeBob. SpongeBob, <laughs> right. I'd feel, yeah. Yeah, I'd feel hysterical if I were SpongeBob. <laughs> Probably. All right. So, hope that this video really helps you see some perspective on how you want to show somebody that you actually have changed as opposed to, you know, desperately trying to act like you are somebody new when you're really not. Right. And you're only going to be hurting yourself if you tell yourself that and you really haven't made the changes. Right? And this is really the core of intimacy. Yeah. Right. Connecting. Connecting. Being on the same wavelength, right? Right. right. Understanding each yeah. other. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully you found this one helpful. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is here for Skype coaching. Yes, please feel free to sign up with me and I'll try very hard to get what you're saying. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to talk with her. Remember to subscribe to the channel. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.